the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. What is going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. I love you all. I miss you all. Huge howdy to the High Holy Three and Lady Chop Chop. I love you. What a beautiful day. And it's going to get more beautiful tomorrow because it's supposed to be 75 degrees tomorrow. Is that wild? to it. Fantastic. That's Lolo over there. Smash with you right here. Smash daily. It is 4 to 6 o'clock. Every Monday through Friday. I'm kind of excited because it's Friday. And, of course, on Fridays, right here on WBGZ, right at 6 o'clock, I'll lead you right to the weekend. It's a fantastic thing. I'm just – I'll tell you what's excited me also. The news that Leonard Fournette, the running back, is re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. And now all 22 starters from the Super Bowl champions will be back next year to see if they can pull a repeat. Hmm. A lot of one-year contracts, like uh, Indomitian Sue. Yeah. He uh, got himself a, a one-year contract. Leonard Fournette, I didn't read deep enough, so I don't know what he got. But everybody's back, so it'll be fun to watch to see if these guys can do a Super Bowl repeat. And I tell you what, if they can, that will be one of the hugest triumphs of Tom Brady's career. That will to be. go back-to-back uh, Super Bowls like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because a lot of people say, well, if he ain't got Belichick, he's uh, not a winner at all. And he went and won uh, without Belichick, and Belichick uh, wind up having a, one of the saddest seasons uh, in his history. But he got Cam Newton back. Hopefully Cam Newton will be good and everything. Deshaun Watson out there in Houston. Boy, the women just keep piling on as far as the kind of sexual stuff that uh, he was involved with them with. And in that sexuality, uh, the next question that is evolving is that what we brought up here on Smash Daily about 10 days ago. Is the Houston Texans organization partially responsible for some of these statements about Deshaun Watson's um, dalliances into sex under the name of therapeutic massage and if so it's kind of like he badmouthed them for so long and this is their way of getting back at him for badmouthing yeah we're going to make sure that you don't have opportunity to go to any other team because what other team would bring in an accused number one it's bad enough accused you've not been proven guilty but you're accused but who would bring in an accused sex offender Mm-hmm. And definitely, if you are proving guilty, who would bring in an accused sex offender? Guilty. You can't go to Charlotte guilty of sex offense in Houston, right? Right, right. You can't roll. Hey, look who we got for quarterback. Oh, oh by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
So anyway, we'll see how that uh, develops. And then we here at WBGZ have a a contract, I guess you would call it, with the River Dragons. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be broadcasting all our games here all summer long. That is fantastic. awesome. That's yeah. the first I've heard it. Yeah. Nice. It's going to be fantastic. Yep. So uh, beautiful, uh, some of the things that are happening. I tell you what I'm also excited for. we got this young lady. Who we're going to be talking to. She's in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how you did it. Salute to you. Young Lolo right over there. Lolo McLolo used his Irish name to be able <laughs> to get that phone call to Ireland. I don't know who budgeted this for you. Maybe it was Marcus out at the front desk. He does all the economical things for this radio he station. He and Commander you know, balance the books. Him and the Commander. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So we got like, I'd say maybe... Three dollars and eighty-eight cents to go ahead and call Ireland, make a, a nice interview out of this. Whole yeah, we'll, thank we'll, you we'll to tr- management. We'll try. That's <laughs> coming up in just a little bit. Mags McCarthy is her name, a fantastic artist. Lolo turned us on to her a few, uh, a couple of weeks ago, something like that. Lolo, what time is it, man? It is about four okay. seventeen. So we got plenty of time. Oh, so. Yeah. I'm just looking at wrestling up on the screen here. We're watching wrestling. <laughs> Doug Jenkins likes wrestling. I I like wrestling too. I you like, like it. wrestling? Yeah. yeah. So we're looking at uh, Chief Jay Strongbow. That's mm-hmm. the dude who came out with Indian headdress and doing Indian wampum things. Mm-hmm. Woo, 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 like Indian uh, noises right. that they used to call. All and right. ran all around the ring exactly. and jumped over the ropes and all and, that. You and know. you had the Iron Sheik who, uh, you know, everybody hated the Middle Eastern dude and sheiks and all this kind of so People I'm still sorted. hate the Iron Sheik. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In this culture of cancellation, mm-hmm. the cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Will we no longer see Native American wrestlers in the ring? Will we no longer see an Iron Sheik? Because every generation has their Iron Sheik. Probably not in the gimmicks that they used to do, but mm-hmm. there are some um, Samoan wrestlers who take very great right. pride in their in their heritage. And um, yeah, but I'm I'm saying white guys acting like sheiks. Oh no, white guys acting like uh, no. Native Americans and all that. No, now you can't do that anymore. Right, that's cancel culture. Right, so you're not. Look at the classic wrestling as much as you can because look at that. Yeah. Boom, right there. You know who I am? I love it. Glad was canceled, though, mm. in the WWF way back in the day. Uh. The freaking gobbledygooker. You remember him? I do not. He ran around in a chicken costume, and they called him the gobbledygooker, and he was an active wrestler on the roster. No way. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. That's how what? gimmicky in the 80s WWF was. In the 80s? Uh-huh. The gobbledygooker. Gobbledygooker. 80s or 90s. I was the voice of WrestleMania for three years straight mm-hmm. in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I never heard of the gobbledygooker. You You're never making, heard of the stuff No, up, I'm not making it up. You can look online. stuff up. You can look online. I worked for the McMahon family in the mid-80s Gobbledy-gookers. out of DC 101. Yeah. The gobbledygooker. Really? The gobble, yeah. If you go to, um, well, if you go to WBGZ, mm-hmm. our Facebook page. Yeah. If you go to Asher Ben Ruby, the Smash Facebook page. You'll see my wrestling story that we set up with um, with the WWF mm-hmm. in those days. Mm-hmm. It was me and Grease Man. Mm-hmm. He's uh, one of the jocks on stage against Big John Studd. Right. It's a fantastic story. I never heard of the gobbledygook. Now, let me ask you this, man. You ever do them drugs and make you trip? No. Talk no. to me. Nope. Talk, look at me with one eye open. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No blood around the pupil, so I guess you're right. right, Wonderful (laughs) fellow right over there. Hey, look what we got right here, man. 
the RTIR. I used to get this in the old, old days. I didn't even know it was still around. This is a radio TV interview report. It has all these different subjects that you can call and set up interviews with these authors, these stars, whatever the case may be. So you, in your fledgling here in the Smash School of Broadcasting, try to become, you know, a producer. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to help you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got your shows, a happy go like a personality on my mix, 94.3, the best mix of the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. But it's one thing. Can I stop you for a second? Yes. Would you pay attention to me? I'm paying attention. To I was me. straightening my papers. To me. All right. I was <laughs> straightening my papers, but go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fire off, off of this RTIR, Radio TV Interview Report. Five different headings, all right? You uh-huh. tell me whether you'd have them on as a guest here. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go. I'm just opening up. At, all right. All right. Can one word make you feel rich? This is Kyra O'Quinn, and she is an author. One word can make you feel rich. Do you believe that? Do you want her on the air? Mm, I'd like to know what that word is. Well, you don't. You're going to have to take a, a chance. Well, that's why I was saying I'd reach out no. to her because no. I'd like to know what that word is. Okay, yeah. I give I, I give you a yeah. B minus on that. All right, okay. very very good. It. Appreciate it. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, All I got uh, were B minuses in high school. Yeah, is death just the beginning of life? Would oh, you have no. that guy on? Uh, probably not. Not no. This is perfect, who wants to, man. Let's talk about death on, on the radio. Who perfect? You're driving down driving yeah, down the River Bend Road, and you're I'm talking give, about death. I'm gonna give you a tip, right? Grim Reaper. Tip is no. The talent, yeah. All right, yeah. The talent can make this happen, yeah. All right, yeah. You making a judgment for yourself? I'm not asking you to make a judgment for yourself. Right. I'm asking you to make a judgment for the show. Well, that's right? true. So that's true. F on that one, right? Yeah. So you okay. got a B minus and F. F. That takes you to a Big D plus. F, you yeah. got a, you got a D plus. No, you know, you're not losing. Okay, well that's you're not good. losing. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm used to D's. I mean uh, D's. So D. <laughs> that's it. All right. Oh, here's another one. And here's the same headline. Death is not the end of life, says the undertaker's daughter. Okay. I would have her on. (laughs) See how fast he changes. He's wonderful. All right. Expert reveals the six types of men. Would you have that uh, subject matter on? Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. And the, is it, am I at the fifth one or I don't even Uh, remember? You're at four, I believe. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Why are we not blaming China for COVID-19? Absolutely. Did you get that off? Yep. Yes, you would. Very, very good. All right, the final one. Would you do a show on caring for aging parents? Sure. Yeah. Make the calls. Okay. Set them up. Cool. You're beautiful. Wonderful young man. I'm looking at the birthdays today. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of birthdays today. You're graduating well, so I would give you a C plus on that whole rating. Right. Making uh, it's, it's about judgment calls, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know who Kira Knightley is? Mm-hmm. She's an actress. Kira Knightley Pulliam Pullum was that her name on the Cosby Show? Oh no, Kira no? Knightley is, is in the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, she was like Johnny Depp's. Uh, I thought she played Rudy on on no, Cosby. I, show. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, no. she is your age, thirty six. Hey. All right, a multimillionaire. Why are you not? You're both the same age. I know. 
I guess it, I just think about your life, it. man. I just haven't found it yet, man. Michael Imperioli, you know who that is? I have no clue who that is. Michael Imperioli was one of the great stars of The Sopranos. Oh, he was in I the movie Goodfellas, also fifty-five years. Who did he old. play? Uh, I can't remember the name of his character. Was he the nephew? He was the nephew. Yeah. Right or right. Yeah, Tony's nephew. Okay, so yeah. Fantastic. I yeah. love that guy. Jennifer Grey, do you know who that was? Jennifer Grey? From Dirty Dancing. No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Jennifer Grey. By the way, uh, Michael Imperioli, 55. Jennifer Grey is 61. And she still looks good. She looks good, but she ruined her career oh. when she got a nose job. True. She did. Yeah. Because she had this big hook nose. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew where she got it from because her father was Joel Gray. Mm-hmm. He had no hook nose unless he got a nose job too. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But uh, Jennifer Gray, she probably made her money, banked, and is living off the interest. 61 years old today. Lisa Gibbons, you ever watch her on Entertainment Tonight? Yeah. Lisa Gibbons is 64 years old wow. today. Wow. Martin Short. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm his age, and why am I not a millionaire? I know. 71 years old. Oh, Vicky Lawrence, you ever watch her with uh, Carol Burnett? Carol Burnett, yeah. yeah, 72. Nice. All right, so I'm going to run you through these. I'm going to play just a couple minutes of each of their songs here because these are some pretty big, big birthdays. In the year 2005, he married, what's the name of that girl who played Judy uh, Garland? I'm talking about Kenny Chesney here. The girl who played Judy, Judy Garland? Garland? Yeah. She got an Academy Award for it, in fact. Mm. I don't remember her name, man. Mm. Pretty girl, but she did something to her face, man. Hey, Kenny Chesney. Mm -hmm. Today is 53 years old. Wow. I love Kenny Chesney. Yeah. 2016, he releases this one here. Great song. Chesney right there. Bravo, young man. 53 years old today. Renee Zellweger. And we thank Buzz Hollywood Ehrlich for bringing that uh, in here. He knows if it's Hollywood, Buzz Ehrlich Hooray knows for Hollywood. Hollywood. That's right. Hooray. Uh, this young lady, 
you know, I thought to myself, you know, Diana Ross, yeah, I could play all the Supremes hits and all that kind of stuff. Nah. A lot of people forget about this one right here. I had me a disco dance show in Indianapolis, Indiana. It was called Studio 93. I was working at WNAP mm-hmm. 93, and they decided to go with the disco craze. Smash, we play disco. I'm known as a rock and roller. You've just ruined my career in this town as far as rock and roll is concerned. But I got to tell you what, man, the women came out to the disco, so what you going to do? Anyhow, Diana Ross. Diana Ross, let me see how old she is, 77 years old today. This was one of her big hits right here back in 1979. Boom with it, if you would, please. Yes, sir. Okay, there you go. You got to be watching me, my man. Diana Ross right there, 77 years old today. What's her kid's name? Uh, she plays the wife on Blackish. Do you know? I have no idea. Hollywood Ehrlich, where are you, buddy? <laughs> what's the name of Diana Ross's kid? She plays on Blackish. She's the wife of what's his name on Blackish. That's how uh, distant I've gotten from Hollywood. All right? I used to know this stuff. I don't know who these folks yeah, are. Yeah. So until we get that, finally, and just in a moment here, we're going to turn you on to Mags McCarthy, and she's going be coming at you from Ireland. It'll be fantastic. Lolo, I'm going to give you, you're going to run the whole thing, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to float off of you, all right? Because mm-hmm. you got to know how to do this stuff, mm-hmm. all right? Yep. Do you know how to do this stuff? Yeah. Half hour's worth? Mm-hmm. Better make it good. Yeah. Tracy Ross. Tracy Ross. Nice to have seen you again. A Thank wonderful you. young man right there. Buzz Hollywood Early. <laughs> he is the modern day Rona Barrett and kind of looks like him. Mm-hmm. Only we call him Gronin Barrett. But nevertheless, a wonderful young man right there. This guy right here, unbelievable, 73 years old today, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. God needs friends one more. Believe me, this chick's no sense. But I better get her going. And I'll give out my big 10 inch. Red band plays the blues. Well, band plays the blues. She just loves my big 10 inch. Stop at jobbing. Now whip out your big 10 inch. Rip it up, man. The players are fools. She just got my big 10 inch. I was. 
I was talking to our guest, by the way. I was talking to our guest. Yes. All right. So here's, see, now, one of the great things I want you to learn before you came along, I had no one. <laughs> I did all this by myself. So thus you heard man versus machine on a constant basis over here. So you are coming to understand exactly what I went through mm-hmm. because it's tough to do sometimes to run all the kind of stuff in it. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. That's Lolo right there. Lolo McLolo. Happy birthday, Steven Tyler. I ain't saying this in the wrong way, but daggone it. Shave the beard and the mustache, man. It don't work for you. That's just me. I ain't, you know. Do you see him almost blow out his candles on his birthday cake? No. I didn't mean to cut you off, no. but uh, his beard, it looked like it was about to get set on fire. No, no, that would hurt. <laughs> yeah. Remember Michael Jackson's head got caught on fire at the Pepsi, <laughs> on Pepsi the, commercial? On the Pepsi commercial yeah, of all tough. places, yeah, man. Hey, anyway, some of the birthdays right there is happening on this particular day. Got a great show set up for you here. Dan O'Neill, if anybody knows the St. Louis Blues, Bob Plager. It's Dan O'Neill. who will be on just a, a little bit, and we're going to give you a replay on this guy who, you, if you missed him yesterday, it was really a fun, fun interview. It's Michael Meredith. He is the guy who's wanting the Missouri government to pay him back for him driving 220 miles to get himself his COVID shot. But coming up next here, we're going to Ireland, baby. Mags McCarthy on WBGZ. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Smash daily on the big Z. I like that. Accomplishes Accomplishments over promises. Beautiful. That's kind of the way uh, Gerard Fisher been running his uh, American family insurance operation out there in Godfrey. All right. Gerard Fisher. G-E-R-A-R-D. Gerard. Fisher. F-I-S-C-H-E-R. GerardFisher.com. Is that all the information is there. You need insurance for yourself, for your house, for anybody, for anything. Well, Gerard Fisher has got you covered. Next week, I'm going to get to it a little bit heavier. But right now, I just want to say that your pets are family too. Embrace them. Get them insured. You can protect your pet today. I, I'm I'm not talking about a little tiny, you know, little lizard and stuff like that. If, if You know, if Gerard wants to, you know, insure that, that's his business with you. Now, if you got yourself a big-ass iguana or something like that, that's a different story. I didn't share that. But let's say you got a beautiful little dog. From nose to tail, accident and illness, coverage is there from Embrace Pet Insurance, and that's available to you through GerardFisher.com. I'll tell you more about it next right, this next week right here on WBGZ. Smash Daily is everywhere. Because I is where you's at. SmashDaily.com. Let's go. I tell you what, that's Mags McCarthy right there. And we got her live in Ireland. How you doing, young lady? Hey, Smash. How are you getting on? I'm very well, thank you. How are I, you? I'm getting on quite uh, well. I don't know if you were listening uh, just a moment ago. The guy who discovered you here in America, at least in our part of the world, and that's uh, Lolo McLolo. He's Irish now. And uh, I tell um, you I, I tell you what, 
He is just thrilled that you're on the air with us here. I'm thrilled because he turned me on to your music. And I'm saying, man, we got to get her on because not only are you a great artist as singer-songwriter yourself, but, boy, you're a great interpreter of music. We're going to turn people on to the way you interpreted Dolly Parton's song, Light of a Clear Blue Morning, because Dolly Parton had it like it was like a slow song, and then you kind of like sped it up to upper mid-tempo, and it's just got a rhythm that Dolly didn't have, and yet at the same time, it is a hit of a different nature and structure than Dolly's. So my first question comes to you. I remember back in my day, how old are you, by the way, uh, since we can't see you in this radio, I'm not really insulting you. I'm 30 years of age. Okay, there you. What's that? Yeah. Your bir- I'm 30. 30, okay. I'm 30. 30, okay. And uh, 30, you say. <laughs> okay, that's the way they say it over there, I know. It's, it's the Irish accent. Exactly what? Uh, here <laughs> it means something different, but 30 is what the, the numerical uh, designation would be. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So now, when you first heard... Dolly. I remember back in the old, old days, all right, back when I was your age, we would uh, not have the internet and all that uh, the youngsters today have to hear artists from all over the world. How did you find Dolly through what uh, example on the radio, through, or just to use the term, a record off the internet downloads? How did you get turned on to her and then boom, get into country music? in and of yourself well actually um it was we had old cassette tapes at home my yeah, dad cassettes any every sunday morning we used to go for a drive it was elvis presley and country music yeah and i was introduced when i since i was born really listening to uh, american country music and the likes of dolly parton patsy klein jim reams like and then my dad was huge into rock and roll so him so my influence came very early on, but I, I fell in love with Dolly Parton and her voice from a very young age. Uh-huh. And she has been like my biggest inspiration growing up. And, you know, she's such an amazing songwriter, everything about her. She's just an incredible person. And I was so blessed that in 2006, I got a chance to perform with her in Dollywood. I saw the and picture. Fantastic. It was just an incredible experience. Yeah. And I remember, you know, as an artist growing up and trying to get myself out there, it's you do need help along the way. Yes. And our people to keep you going because it can be very... Um, as a music industry, there is a lot of more downs than there are successes. And you do have to go through the wars, as they say. And I've been very grateful to, like, meeting so many people. Music has brought me to meet so many people around the world. Mm-hmm. And I love what I do. I love singing. I love playing music. I love meeting people. I, I just, when I was in America and I, I visited loads of different areas, I just... I just was in awe of America and I loved the fact that I listened all these years to country music and to mm-hmm. finally actually mm-hmm. grab my two suitcases and a fiddle and throw it in on a plane and tell my mom and dad I'm going to try and follow my dreams, which they probably think I'm nuts, yeah. but you know. <laughs> you did and I, you have. And I'm still trying. Well, at least you're so trying. That's what's good. tapes, you could call it and yeah, ring up. Yeah, the cassette. Introduced to right on. Well, let me uh, ask you one of the uh, videos that we saw, uh, and I remember the title of the song because I looked at about seven, eight of your videos, and uh, it was uh, was that you in those stiletto heels uh, dancing as as hard as you were dancing? 
I'm a pretty small person. I'm five foot one and three quarters, by the way, because I'm tiny. And since I've always worn my high heels, yeah. I go everywhere in my high heels. I drive in my high heels as well, by the way. <laughs> you could see me on a tractor with them. But um, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I started Irish dancing when I was four years of age. Yeah. And it's part of what I do in my shows. I dance, I play fiddle, and so when I chance, I can throw on the high heels and do a bit of a dance without killing myself. Well, I'll tell you what, it looks like you're killing somebody else. I would hate to be the guy underneath that with you stabbing left and right like that. Holy mackerel. I hate to be an ex-boyfriend. Let me just put it that way. Uh, hey, let me let me uh, throw this to you because Lolo brought this up, Lolo McLolo. i never seen anybody. I, I know you love Lolo. i never seen anybody milking cows in a video until I saw this one here. I haven't either. <laughs> My name is Max and I come from Ireland, a place called Cork. My style is kind of country, bit of rock, bit of pop, bit of Irish, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a mishmash, really. I tell you what, as fast as you were dancing in those stilettos, Lolo went out into the front of the radio station <laughs> on the sidewalk, and we got craters in the cement over there. He was trying to do the same type, but it's a different kind of weight coming down. Yeah. Lolo, take it uh, from here with Mags, because you are a big fan, and you're a big supporter and advocate of hers. Well, I'm a big supporter of local music and, yep. and just music and in, in, in the whole of it, you know. Right. And I got turned on to Mags when I was working at a different radio station in Mexico, Missouri. Uh -huh. And Mags, the, the, the thing that just blows my mind is that you packed up your suitcases and your fiddle. Right. And you moved to Nashville. How scary was that? That must have been terrifying. It was, uh, like, to be honest, you, I was all really excited first. And I, when, but when I got on the plane and I was going to America, it really dawned on me thinking, oh, my God, I don't know anyone here. I'm going to be, I have no idea what I'm facing. And to be honest with you, it took a long time. I got to meet musicians because yeah. I was a musician, too. They started introducing me to people. And by the time I knew it, I was playing with A-session musicians. And, like, I slept in, on the floor for two years in Nashville. Wow. I had no bed. <laughs> I wow. was literally walking up and down Broadway just in awe of everybody. But, yeah. you know, God has been very good. And yep. everyone that I've met in America have all helped me along the way. And even when I was up in Mexico, Missouri, and I got to meet Lolo, you know, and at the at the at his station and stuff, they, it, they've been so good to me along the way, and I've made a lot of friends, and I think that's what have kept me going. Absolutely, my mom and dad. I live on a farm, as you know, milking cows. I, <laughs> in actual fact, while I'm here at home in Ireland, I do milk the cows every morning and evening, and nice. I look after all the calves. Like when I'm not out on the road and I'm playing music, but. It's it's just been an amazing experience. Yeah. I, it's one thing I, I will never regret what I did. I love what I do. And I do hope to find, you know, that I can make a career out of it eventually. Um, it's yeah. been a long, tough road, as yeah. you, you guys well know, in yep. the industry. But yeah. I'm very, I'm delighted. I remember the Grand Ole Opry musician inviting me backstage one night to the Opry. And I just sat there going, my God, I dreamt of just being here. 
you know, and the fact that I was side stage, one guy said to me, Mags, any, someday maybe? I was like, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd Very good. Well, Mags, you that'd have... finished me through. There you go. You have one heck of a story. We want to fin it all in. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with more of uh, Mags McCarthy, the wonderful Irish lash here at Smash Daily on WBGZ. I am where you's at. On 1071 The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. That's Mags McCarthy right there, right here. We got her. She's calling in from Ireland. And Mags, just on behalf of myself and Lolo in our new partnership here, uh, I want to thank you for the song Emotional Honesty because that is our song now. Oh, well, actually, there's a good story about that song. Oh, there is, how okay. it came about, if you yes. want to. Come hear. on. Well, I was walking down, um, uh, you know, I got to meet more people in Nashville, and this guy introduced me to a guy that founded Music Row magazine. His name was David Ross. And he brought me into the office, and he heard me sing, and, you know, we got chatting, became friends, and he calls me after the meeting, and he said, Mags, I have a song, um, myself and Steve O'Brien, who's written like uh, major hits for a different country artist. And he said, we've written this song and we'd like for you to listen to it. And, you know, if you like it, you know, you can you can you can record it. So when I heard the lyrics and I heard what they did, I, I ran. I said, oh, my God, I feel really privileged that you've given me a song. Because when I was growing up, I'd be writing to people looking for songs from yeah. people that be well known. And, of course, I was doing all the writing myself. But half the stuff I written weren't probably good enough, you know. Mm. So mm-hmm. I had to learn and my craft and write sure. better songwriters and then. They gave me the song and I went into the studio with the band in Nashville. We recorded it. I was very involved in it. And next thing uh, David and Steve heard and they, they loved what I did. And they said, Mags, you're, 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 you can put it out. We're delighted with it. So Beautiful. I put it out and, and it did very, very well. And yeah. I'm glad that that's yours, that you claimed the song. Wow. Because to be given a song by two writers yeah. uh, one, that are well known was a big, big, boost for me well more or less it's like help our baby grow because that's their baby that's their creation they got to find the right one to nurture it the singer and boom they uh, went to you so bravo that's quite a move low low yeah real quick mags uh we we really are highlighting this uh song you did for dolly light of a clear blue morning i want to play just a little snippet of it for the folks to understand what dolly's take of it was yep. and then we're going to get to you and hear your version of it in just a second it's been a got a nice melancholy to it. It's mm-hmm. been a long, hard fight, but I see a brand new day. 
Dolly Parton, man, and that's you know that's she's one of the greats, and just a beautiful person, beautiful voice. And Mags described to Smash and I what it was like to talk to Dolly about uh, doing a remake of this tune, real quick. Um, it was incredible. Like yeah. I have like to cover a Dolly song. I was to be honest, I was really scared because she's so good and so everything just about her. It it is a huge challenge for me as an artist to cover a Dolly Parton song. So I went through her whole catalogue and this song just stood out to me and when I contacted them they said, Yeah, no problem. Go go knock it out. So um, then, you know, I did the best I could and rearranged it and, you know, tried to make it me as best I can. Mm -hmm. And still, I love still what she did and everything. And, you know, she is, as I said, a huge inspiration for me. But I'm just glad that I I just, you know, sped the rhythm as Smash was saying and changed a few bits and pieces. And it's still her song. I mean, it's still Dolly Parton all the way. But I'm just glad that people appreciate it and... Especially during this time, it's like, hey, everything's going to be all right. Yeah, there you go. Love it. It's definitely a song. I can yeah. tell you when I released it, a lot of people said, Mags, this couldn't have came at a better time. Yeah. Well, I Mags, was like, okay, well. Mags, let me ask yeah. you a quick, quick question and we'll get back to Lolo because he's got the setup on this. But you stood there next to, to Dolly. And being that close to her, could you tell, is that her real hair or not? Well, to be honest with you, she's just, uh, Dolly's just beautiful. To me, it was her real (laughs) hair. Okay, fine. And she's as as thin, and she's like a little Barbie doll. That's exactly right. That's that's exactly right. She's the most down-to-earth person I've ever met. She was all hugs and laughing, and I love her. Absolutely love her. Yeah. Mags, how can uh, people reach out to you and, and get on to uh, a little bit of Mags McCarthy? How can they find you? Um, if you go to um, my website, Mags, M-A-G-S, McCarthy, M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y, dot com, and then you'll see all my social media and Spotify and Amazon. And also I have an email address, info at magsmccarthy.com. So, yeah, and please reach out to me, follow me. I'm building my followers, and, you know, slowly but surely, I'm getting a lot more, especially around mm. your area as well. Sure, so, yeah. I'm delighted. Yeah. Uh, new, album in the, new album in the works? Yeah, I've actually just released an EP um, about, uh, last week. So, you know, I've got a good few songs on there, and nice. I've recorded about 17, 18 new more tracks. But we're in restrictions here in Ireland, so we can we can't go beyond five kilometers at the moment. Oh, really? So uh, once that kind of opens up, um, because of the pandemic and everything, I'm looking forward to shooting a new music video. And obviously, I'm more importantly, I'm looking forward to getting back to America. One of the things I loved when I left Nashville and traveled around America, I saw countryside. You absolutely have the best beautiful country i've ever seen and the people couldn't be nicer to me so thank you so much well we got it for having me we got a place right around the corner morrison's irish pub when you come here we're going to take you over there and maybe throw a street party too that'd be killer but uh let let me just ask you real real quick because we only got about two three minutes left 
How do you get your records out there now? Because in my day, we had records, but now you got to sell people on downloads and everything. How do you get that promotion out there? Well, basically, at the moment, like I still do radio, um, would you believe? Because um, I, I think it's good exposure, but I put it up on Spotify and Amazon, and I can only promote it through um, my social media. That's the best I can do. Like, I, I've no label. I don't have a record deal. I have nothing. I'm on my own all the time. So it is very hard. Um, I don't have the, the big playlist like all the labels would have to get your songs on. Yeah. So I'm depending on my, my followers and my fans to buy my music and to to come to my concerts and stuff. So like it's it is very difficult. But at the same time, I know whether I have a hundred followers or ten thousand followers, every follower and fan means the world to me. And I'm very good at communicating with people. I always write back to every single fan. Some nights I'd be having four hours just responding right to on. people. Because I, I do love people. And I want to give back to people as best I can. Lolo, we want to close out with Mags, do we not? Absolutely we do. Mags Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you. Here's a little bit of uh, Mags McCarthy, Light of a Clear Blue Morning on WBGC. Thanks, Mags. Thank you so much, thank Mags. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. And thank you, Lolo. I look forward to seeing you both uh, when I get back to America. We love you, dear. See you then. Love you too, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, bye.
Smash anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. Smash.